In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life of dedication to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin and call others into a life of holiness, and they'd let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. So in honor of these great men, each November, a bunch of guys started getting together online and focusing on growing in virtue and growing out their beards. Well, now, for the second year in a row, we are also gathering as women to get a taste of the Nazarite life this November. We're going to focus on growing in community, growing in virtue, and letting a little bit of vanity go by sacrificing one aspect of our personal grooming for the month of November. This year, we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Virtue Riot. My name is Jill Simons, and today we're joined by Anna Carter, one of the founders of Eden Invitation. I really encourage you to check out their website at EdenInvitation.com. And she's going to talk with us today more about temperance and about how this is something that we can really cultivate in our lives as women. We're back at it again with the virtue of temperance. Uh, today's reflection is called Temperance in Me, aka how you would relate to me, dear listener, uh, and the people around you. All right, last time we talked about temperance in relation to ourselves, so the intake sense of temperance, if you will, moderating what we're taking in, watching for attachments and addictive behaviors. Today we're looking at temperance in relation to others. This would be the output sense of temperance, so to speak. Because some pleasures that attract us, some of our instincts and our desires, relate to other people. So I mentioned last week that the author of Addiction and Grace, Gerald May, he included things like anger and being right in the list of things we can feel an attachment toward. And maybe I just pick those things now off the top of my head because they are my things. But uh, I don't know what uh, your deal is, uh, but uh, our emotions, our desires, these can relate to other people. And these do fall under the virtue of temperance. Again, not just about cookies. Uh, Temperance is about our relationship uh, to all of creation and other people are part of God's creation. So that's one of the reasons you see a virtue like chastity being described as a connecting virtue to temperance. Uh, Because if I have a desire for sex, or if I have a desire to manipulate somebody emotionally for whatever reason, you know, these things are not, uh, to quote the catechism, in the limits of what is honorable, right? Those desires don't direct my heart to the proper end of true love for my brother, for my sister. Uh, But this doesn't just relate to sex, you know, Uh, it doesn't just relate to that virtue of chastity. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I can enjoy being right. You know, I can enjoy keeping the peace and not breaking the flow of those around me. I can enjoy, you know, avoiding confrontation, maybe the opposite of the other one. I can enjoy people's praise, you know, people's praise for being good, being kind, holy, talented, together. And these aren't bad, right? These aren't bad desires, Uh, but they can drift, can't they? They can drift. You know, they can pull us out of alignment. And sometimes, you know, if we nurture those things enough, uh, they're disordered. You know, they're out of order. God's priority is no longer my priority. 
because my desire for X, Y, or Z is starting to dominate my heart. It's starting to dominate my relationships. And God can help us. You know, God can help us bring those areas of our lives gradually back into alignment by his grace. You know, we just need to be honest with ourselves uh, and ask for that uh, and to ask for that grace. Uh, So just a question to reflect on this week or today specifically is, you know, where am I using people or a particular person in my life instead of loving them? You know, who am I using and not loving? Where um, are those desires for other people out of order in my life? And I think a a good way to to work on that in a concrete way is to respond to someone who maybe doesn't stir up a lot of those desires in you, a lot of affection in you. Uh, You're not really looking for them to like you. And in fact, you'd prefer they were on the other side of the room at all times. Uh, So your practical activity for today, uh, pick someone that you're not drawn to. You're not drawn to them on the level of your emotions, right? There is like no temptation to be intemperate there uh, for you. Um, And in fact, you know, you might, yeah, you might be repelled by them. Uh, Don't tell them that. Uh, But go out of your way to do something genuinely kind for them today. So again, pick someone that you're not drawn to. You're, You're not drawn to on the level of your emotions, but go out of your way to do something genuinely kind. Thank you, Anna, for calling us to a life of virtue today. So now it's your turn. If you want to share your thoughts on what Anna had to say today, I'd love to keep this conversation going over in our Facebook group. If you haven't had a chance to visit the group yet, you can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to find out more about Anna's amazing ministry, you can head over to EdenInvitation.com. We want to thank our sponsors for the Virtue Riot and the Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Balm Co., Pink Salt Riot, eCatholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information about all of their work, please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about this Nazarite Challenge and this podcast, Virtue Riot, is to share the challenge page on social media or to rate and review this show on iTunes. And if you rate and review this podcast for this month only, you'll be entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Pink Salt Riot, which you want to win. Until next time, ladies, remember to step out, act up, and start a virtue riot.